Hi, this is Kimberly Chalmers with the Be Well and Be You podcast, where I talk about everything to do with your health, your well-being, and ultimately how to live your most vibrant life. And today, in the spirit of the season, I wanted to do a podcast on giving to the toughest people in your list. So this could include Christmas, this could include any festivities, any holidays throughout this entire year. I just thought it was apropos given that there are a lot of people around the world right now who are shopping for Christmas. So I know that sometimes we have a lot of people on our list and it is really challenging to come up with something creative and fun for each person. And if you have children in your life, if you are a parent or a grandparent or aunt or uncle or neighbor of a child, sometimes they can be the most difficult people to purchase. So I say to you, good luck, because I haven't figured out the secret sauce for giving to my children yet. <laughs> I have four kids, ages four, almost five to 19 going on 20. So um, I have a big age range and because I have girls and boys, they all like something different and they're all into different activities. And so it's sometimes a bit of a mind stretch to come up with something that is cool for each kid. So when I first wrote this list, I compiled it about a year ago and put it up on my blog at KimberlyChalmers.com. And I've uh, slightly varied it this year, but I think really a lot of the themes are consistent. And so for anybody who wants some extra tips on how in the world are you going to come up with a cool item for XYZ person? This is going to be your go-to podcast. And you might want to be able to, you might want to listen to this over and over again throughout the year as you're like, oh yeah, what was that idea? So I'm going to have lots of really cool ideas for you sprinkled throughout. There's a couple of key tips that I really want to emphasize. And the first one is considering who the receiver is. So thinking about different aspects of who they are, things like are they classy or are they earthy? Are they flamboyant? Are they outgoing? Are they introverted? Are they sentimental? You know, really stop and for a moment, just think about kind of the essence of this person. Think about things like, do they love entertainment? Do they love the theater? Do they love music? Do they prefer sitting down with a good book? Maybe consider things like, do they love the environment or are they all about the latest gadgets and electronics? Do they have something they love to collect or do they have a favorite color? So here's some examples in terms of identifying who the receiver is. So for instance, if you have someone who's a really earthy friend, you could perhaps find a charity to donate in their name. And I'm going to give a list of a couple of charities I really like at the end of this. So you could think of a charity to donate in their name. You could pair a really gorgeous house plant with a pretty macrame hanger, or you could purchase a set of specialty made cloth towels to replace the paper towels and tissues in their home. If they're anything like me, I don't want to waste anything. <laughs> and if I've got Ziplocs, I'm going to reuse them um, and, or per, per preferably purchase ones that are reusable anyways, but I love my cloth paper towels and my cloth tissues. So I don't have to buy Kleenex and I don't have to buy paper towels anymore. 
think of uh, somebody who has a favorite color. So let's just say, for example, they, their favorite color is purple and maybe they're kind of spiritual and they like gemstones. So coming up with a really cool purple gemstone or purple, purple stone, and maybe pair that with some bath salts and a candle. I mean, that's a really nice gift. And especially if it's already their favorite color, they know that you've given that little extra thought. Uh, For the person who loves books, you could offer them a subscription to Audible for maybe a few months or for a year. I personally love books and I love my Audible subscription and would never go without. I love both the tangible book and I also love when I'm driving to be able to listen. So giving somebody this kind of a gift, maybe there's somebody who typically reads books, but they do a lot of driving and haven't even considered something like an Audible app. And there's other book apps as well. Scribbit, Scribbit, I think is another one. Anyway, so you know, looking for something that is for that reader in your life. Um, Okay. So considering the receiver, the second part here is deciding, are you going to be doing homemade gifts? My daughter loves doing homemade gifts. So she plans it all in advance, whether she's crocheting or sewing or, you know, putting together some bath salts and things like that. So she loves doing that homemade thing. You may feel like, there's no way I have time for this. So considering, okay, are you going to do all store-bought? Are you going to re-gift? Are you going to repurpose some things that you already have in your home? So some people are really sentimental and they would love that homemade gift, or they would love a repurposed item that is kind of clever and creative. So have a look around your home and see if there are items that you could use to create a gift for someone. So I, I, tend to do this before I give, before I go out to the store, I will, I will go through my, I've actually got a box in my house where I keep things that I purchased throughout the year. And there's random items that I may not even know who they're meant for at the time when I purchase them. And then I just add them to this, to this box. Um, But if you, even if you don't have a box, a gift box, just walk around your home. There's probably lots of things. We all have so many things in our home that aren't really the best thing for us, but all of a sudden you look at it from a different light and you can see this is the best thing for someone else, right? So this is this is a great way to um, yeah, repurpose what's, all, what's in your home or reuse. So that's your second, second tip. The third is to consider who else on your list could receive a similar gift. So arranging... Uh, similar gifts for multiple people can actually really maximize your time and energy. Plus it can be really fun for everyone to know that they receive this, the same gift as someone, because it really unifies them as a group. And I've done this with team gifts, you know, fancy China teacups that we all use. And then we, we see each other on zoom when we're all <laughs> using the same, the same teacup. I've done this with uh, family gifts for, Uh, calendars and things like that. So sometimes everybody opens this at the same time and they all get to express their joy at receiving the same thing or something slightly more personalized for each of them. And sometimes they're going to open them all separately. And sometimes they won't even know that they're all receiving the same thing. So I've done this with a different sides of the family where, you know, I am making a calendar for both sides of the family. Obviously some of the photos are going to be different, but it takes me way less time because I'm already in the rhythm of gathering photos and I just plunk them in online to the app. So, so 
one of the examples would be to create a photo calendar or, or a photo album. And I've done this again with photo albums. It's great. You can just make one album and then give it to five people. Uh, you could keep stocking stuffers in the same theme for the whole family, such as everybody gets pajamas or everybody gets underwear, everybody gets chocolates, or in my family, everybody gets a mandarin orange every single year in, in their stocking. Office mates could all receive a gift basket with a slight variation of items depending on the person's interests or roles on the team. How about home-baked treats for teachers? And uh, you could even include the recipe card in there. My mom used to do this all the time with teachers. My mom had a, a famous Christmas cake that she would bake. And every year the teachers knew this is what they were getting. And it was just a real delight for them to, to have such a personalized thing that actually takes months to, to create. Um, so it doesn't have to be that, <laughs> that decadent. But just thinking of, you know, you could make shortbread. Shortbread is such an easy recipe. I'm not a baker, but shortbread cookies are delicious and everybody loves them and so easy to make. And you can just wrap it up in nice cellophane with a nice little ribbon and a little card with the recipe or just a little, a little note. So friends that are going through the same kind of similar stage in life could receive a common book to read through and benefit together. So think about things like parenting or spirituality or travel or home decor, health books, or even menopause books, right? So thinking of, you know, friends, if you've got a group of friends that are kind of going through a similar season, this could be a really fun way. You could even do a book club or not, right? I mean, it's as, as elaborate or as simple as you like. How about curating a music playlist for friends who haven't been able to see each other in a while in order to create that shared experience or coming up with a playlist of things that you, that remind you of that person? How about writing a poem for your family to share your love for them? And this could be funny. It could be sweet and sentimental, uh, or you could grab a poem that you love or, or just Google online poems, you know, Christmas poems or family poems or whatever. And then you can just change the words a little bit to make it more personalized for your family. So this is especially great for people who are sentimental. The fourth key to remember is thinking about your time frame. Now, at the recording of this podcast, we are, I don't know, what are we, something around the 7th of December. And so we're approaching Christmas. So, yep, if you're a last minute thinker, you might want to think quickly about, about a lot of these things, especially when it comes to shipping and stuff like that. We do need to think about time frame. And for some gifts, like I've just been trying to coordinate one with with uh, with my family for my mom, and it might end up being a New Year's gift. So so really looking at time frame, obviously, is important. And, you know, being able to order things on time, being able to, if you're commissioning something like commissioning a painting or a work of art of some sort, sometimes we do need to allow a little bit of a time for that. The next key is value. So dollar value, uh, monetizing or whatever it is that you're looking at. So my mom is famous for ensuring that the exact same amount of money is spent on all of us. So she has three children and their partners and 11 grandkids and everybody receives gifts uh, or cash of the same value. Fairness is 
totally one of her life values. I think it's why it's not my value because I've, everything's always been so fair. I've never, <laughs> never felt that things are unfair in my life. Um, but anyways, so really looking at how much do you want to be giving to someone? Now, if you're that kind of person that just spends all, all season and you get to January and you look at your credit card statement, and you think, Oh, you know, I've blown it again. It might be a good, good time to start looking at, okay, $50 for these kinds of gifts. And, you know, family is going to be this much money or whatever it is for you. But, you know, I, I definitely feel like it, it's a good idea for us to consider the value. We don't need to obsess about it because, you know, we want to be generous and we want to be free and enjoy our, our gift giving experience. And sometimes, you know, we can almost do things on a total shoestring budget with no money spent. So just something to be mindful of. The sixth element here is be creative. Now, when I say this, some of you might be thinking, I'm not creative. It's just not who I am. And I just want to tell you that if you are human, you are by very nature, a creative person. There's probably endless areas in your life where you are creative. And, you know, obviously everybody loves a gift that is specific for them. Everybody loves that, you know, that consideration of them. And sometimes it's really challenging for us when we get in our own way to think about something. So that's why I just want you to just allow yourself the space to just trust you and be creative. And sometimes I find, I may not think of the creativity in the moment, but as I start to do something, as I start to maybe collect a couple of things from around my home, I start to go, Oh, Oh, and I have this, or maybe, oh, I could go pick this up to add to it. So, you know, you can, if you just let yourself off the hook and just allow yourself the space to be creative, it's amazing. It's amazing what you will come up with. So here are some more examples, more creative examples. So you can make a gift certificate for a movie night at your place and include in it a gift basket filled with popcorn, a popcorn bowl, some chocolates, maybe some bingo cards for playing during the movie. I mean, you can be as elaborate as, as you like with it. Perhaps you could honor someone who's had a challenging year or who's accomplished something with maybe a special little video collage with photos of them and maybe just set it to music or not. And just, just a way of honoring them. You could offer babysitting services or pet sitting services for those with kids or, or pets um, to allow them some time to themselves or allow them some time with their, their partner or whatnot, right? This could be for a game changer for lots of people. You could provide a certificate for something like an astrology reading or an energy healing session or massage therapy, or maybe angel card readings. I mean, there's so many cool, cool services out there that you could provide a certificate for. You could plan an Airbnb getaway together with this person. If it's a really good friend or a loved one, this can be really fun. It can even be just an overnight somewhere locally and just a chance to just get away. You could create a special jar filled with stones, herbs, dried flowers, and include with it a special note for your loved one. And then you can seal the lid with wax for a little extra special touch. 
You could put together a wellness basket. You could put herbal teas. You could put vitamins, especially are you sauna vitamins? And if you want good vitamins, do talk to me because I can hook you up. Uh, you could put in there some essential oils. You could put in a really cool mug. I mean, there's all sorts of things that you could create as far as a wellness basket. You put a journal in there and just have this as a, you know, well-being or wellness basket. And this would just, yeah, show somebody that you're, you're thinking of them. So there's so many ways to sell, tell someone that you love them. And whether you create something or you purchase something or you gather something, you know, the very act of giving is so special. And some people feel that everything is just, you know, far too commercialized and far too, you know, kind of when it comes to, especially the Christmas season. And that may be true in some ways. But if we really look at this from a perspective of how can I be generous? How can I be giving of someone? How can I show someone that I really care about them, that I really love them? And in, instead of thinking that every gift has to, oh my gosh, it's gotta, it's gotta be worth this much money. It's gotta, it's gotta have this much dollar value. Um, we can think of it in terms of love value and really that it's the thought that counts. And maybe that seems really cheesy, but it's true, right? Cause you know, when you receive those gifts from people that are just from the heart, even a really beautifully written card where you just, you know, you give a few sentences of how much you care about that person, you know, how much does that mean to someone? So this season and any time that you are giving gifts, you know, let's think of this from a place of love and being open to, to just giving and receiving. It's also a, it's also a time for us to receive. And sometimes there's some of us who have a really hard time receiving gifts. This is just a little sideline here. <laughs> sometimes it's challenging. And this again is just a place of coming from love. And when somebody is giving us something, it's, it's being able to receive that as well. So if you feel that you have been a little more inspired about your gift giving adventures this year, I would so appreciate your, your comments. Please feel free to uh, follow me on Instagram. You can DM me there at Kimberly R. Chalmers. You can also find me on Facebook at Kimberly Chalmers and anywhere else that social media is. I'm kind of all over the place, but those are the places that I am predominantly. And as always, be well and be you. Oh, and I did, I did mention at the start that I was going to tell you about a couple of cool charities. So before I sign off, let me get, let me not get ahead too ahead of myself here. Okay. So there's a couple of charities that I just absolutely love. Uh, one is a local charity in my community and it's called Critter Care Wildlife. And this is about rehabilitating animals and sending them back out into the wild. So mammals, I believe specifically, uh, not mammals, sorry, animals. Uh, they've got raccoons and bears and, oh my goodness, all sorts of animals. It's, it's a really, really, really cool charity. And then for the person who loves youth, there's an organization called Blind Beginnings and it's in British Columbia, Canada. And this is for children and youth who are blind or partially sighted. And, um, and it's, it's, uh, they offer a lot of diversity in their programs. 
for youth to have experiences, to have counseling, to have peer support, and really to have opportunities to create fulfilling lives. It's a really, really extraordinary organization. So do check that out at blindbeginnings.ca. And then for the person in your life who envisions a world where all humans are able to provide nourishment for their families, the USANA's Garden Towers are an amazing way to offer a self-sustaining resource for families around the world. And you can go to usanafoundation.org forward slash garden dash towers. And from there, you'll be able to see really, I mean, this is all about families being self-sustaining, families being able to grow their own crops in a very small, it's like a four by four tower that is full of soil and seeds and the the blooms and the the garden that comes from that is just very, very plentiful and extraordinary for families to be able to provide food for themselves and also to be able to sell anything that they have that's extra. So pretty, pretty awesome. So those are three of my personal favorite charities and yeah, feel free to just give in someone's name, name this year. It's a really lovely idea. All right, everybody. Be brilliant. Have an amazing day. Thank you so much for tuning in.